there's one very powerful practice aspect of practice that will really support the deepening and the strengthening of it. And so those of you who've done retreats with me before, I wonder if you remember what is that? What is it that helps the practice to deepen? Anyone remember? It begins with C. And ends with Y. It hasn't got five letters like Wordle. Yes, five letters like Wordle. So continuity. Continuity of mindfulness through everything that we're doing. And in terms of the Noble Eightfold Path, what makes wise mindfulness wise is that it's continuous through every activity that we engage in during the day. So whether we're sitting, standing, walking, lying down, eating, going to the bathroom, speaking, listening, all of that can be folded into our awareness. And in the context of the Satipatthana Sutta, the Buddha specifically names bringing mindfulness to urinating and defecating. So there really is nothing left out of this practice. Every experience we have is an opportunity to strengthen sati and samadhi. Having said that, it's pretty common for us to think of sitting practice as being the most important. So we come into the hall and try really hard to stay present and mindful. The bell rings. We go, oh yeah, walking, a bit of walking, a bit of a getting a drink of water, going to the bathroom. Well, maybe just have a bit of a rest. Somewhat mindful, some of the time. And then all the rest of the retreat, the getting dressed and showering and eating and doing our mindfulness jobs, all of that somehow just filler that we try to get through quickly so we can get back to the real practice of being here in the hall. So some of you know Greg Scharf, who taught with me here a while back. He talks about paying mindfulness to the in-betweenings. So the in-betweenings is everything that's not here in the hall or in the walking. And he suggests that we reverse the hierarchy. So see if you can make the in-betweenings the most important practice as you're going to the hall, as you're standing in the line, as you're helping yourself to your food, as you're taking your plate. And that just in the eating of lunch, there's a world of experiences to bring awareness to. Now this continuity of mindfulness, it needs to be relaxed if it's going to be sustainable. So to be clear, mindfulness does not mean in this context a forced, fixated, pinhead kind of focus on the minutiae of experience. That kind of effort usually creates a lot of tension in the body and the mind. And then we tend to just uh, stop it and space out for a while. And then, oh, I'm supposed to be mindful. And then we get tense and tight, mindful, mindful, mindful. Oh, it's exhausting. We blow it off again. And let you into a secret. That kind of stop-start mindfulness is actually way more tiring than just a relaxed, gentle continuity through what we're doing. And that's why I talk about relaxed diligence. 
So we want to make sure that this diligence is relaxed. So as we're moving about during the day, physically slowing down really supports that continuity. And one of my teachers, Gil Franzdahl, says, move at the speed of mindfulness. So move at the speed of mindfulness and work out what that is for you because it will be continually changing. And generally speaking, the slower you go, the more you'll know. So just like if we're driving a car and we're speeding along at 90k, we're not going to see nearly as much as if we drop down to, say, 50 Or even better, stop the car and get out and walk. And then so much more information becomes available to us. I'm not going to be giving out speeding tickets. But if you notice yourself, notice that pressure becomes a very interesting feedback mechanism. When there's some kind of rushing, what's there? If you notice it, just stop. Physically stop and take a moment. What's driving that rushing? Are you just waiting for the bell to ring? Or desperate for a cup of tea? Or you have to get to lunch? Or you have to get back to your bed to maximize your nap time? Just notice. Soften, release, relax. So we're not trying to force ourselves into an artificial zombie-like creeping along. We always want to be aware of context. But just see if that slowing down can happen naturally. And again, we can all support each other in this. This slowing down is a natural, organic process. And one analogy for this is, it's like if we have a jar of muddy pond water and we keep giving that jar a shake by our rushing, our distractedness, our engagement with what's not necessary. That just keeps the water stirred up. But if we can just put the jar on a shelf, leave it alone, the natural process of gravity allows the sediment to settle and we get clear water. So we're relinquishing any of those habits that stir up the sediment of the mind. And we just try to drop into the deeper simplicity and stillness and silence. So within that slowing down, we also don't want it to become oppressive. I know again for myself there can be that tendency to become hypervigilant and I'm trying so hard to be mindful and bang, the door slams. I let it go too quickly. Oh, can't believe it. It's okay. If you drop a fork, if you slam a door, it's okay. This is part of our learning. So again, relax diligence, kindness, and compassion. So today we have our first small group practice discussion meetings. There's one round at 11.30 and one at 4. So please check the board out there to make sure you know what time and where your meeting is being held. Di is going to be meeting people in the room next door, the carpeted room. So that room won't be available when she's in there. So please check. Don't disturb any meetings that are going on. 
I'm going to be mating in what's known as Nanook Cottage, and that's the house, first house just up the hill. So if you go past the kitchen, past the outdoor sinks, across the car park, heading towards the glass house, if you look to your right, you'll see a path, and it's just a fairly short, slightly steep path going up to the first cottage up the hill. So it'll be good to make sure you know where that is before the meeting. Any questions about any of that?